10.05 here on this Tuesday evening. Rocking and rolling. It's KJ After Dark. John Jastrzemski, we're right here on the fan. And I'm fired up to welcome in a guy who's going to be very busy over the next few days. Doing all sorts of stuff for the Pac-12 tournament. He is a household name here in this town. From his days at Wagner, Seton Hall, coaching the Nets. Man of many talents. The great PJ Carlesimo. What's happening, coach? Well, Jay, how are you, man? Good to see you. Coach, yeah, I just said it does the trick. See you, hear you. It's it's all the same these days. Let's be honest, coach. It's all the same. How are you, first of all? And second of all, it's weird, right? Pac-12 tournament. You're not going to be in Vegas this year. That's got to be throwing you off a little bit, right? Well, no, I get I get to go. I'm actually in San Francisco now. I'm doing studio tomorrow for the Pac-12 network, and then I'm uh, flying uh, over to Vegas Thursday. Uh, we're doing for Westwood one, doing the two semis and the final, uh, on uh, Saturday night and then, uh, head to Los Angeles for the selection show for Westwood one, uh, with, uh, Jason Horowitz and Jimmy Jackson and then, uh, head to Indianapolis for, uh, three weeks, uh, for the, for the dance. So, uh, I, I got my, I got my two shots and I'm going to be on the road a little bit the next couple weeks, but all good. I got a couple of, uh, NBA games sandwiched in there also. So this is, Far and away the busiest at the time of the year for me. Well, we love it, and we always appreciate your insight and your perspective. And listen, I'm going to be into this Pac-12 tournament this year, PJ. Oregon's been a team for years, well-coached, good to me. I've taken them on quite a few occasions to go on some runs over the last couple of years. And I was surprised. I was looking at the betting odds. USC and Colorado both favored over Oregon. Would you agree with that going into this big dance? No, but it, it, it's it's close. The four you throw UCLA in that mix too. The four of them are very close. They're all capable of beating each other. I think it's going to be a little interesting. I mean, two years back, I'm sure you remember, uh, Oregon had to win four games. They played in the play-in day, which is you know I'm we're doing studio tomorrow from that. They had to win four nights in a row to get into the dance, and they did it. Um, this year, I, I, I think, you know, it's easy for me to say if I'm any of those four coaches, I'm a little more concerned, but, uh, I think the four of them are in. So I, I, I don't think any of them have on their back, you know, we got to win three games. We have to win this thing. Having said that, they would like to. Oregon's a regular season chair. It went down to the last weekend. USC was in good shape and lost too. Uh, you know, they, they, they went to the mountain and lost and then they were able to beat UCLA. Um, three of them had a legit chance to win it. Colorado could have won it also, but they needed a lot of help. So these uh, four teams are very close to each other. Oregon is maybe the healthiest they've been all year. Um, you know, having just won it, I, I still like them. I, I, I think they're, um, if you had to pick one, I'd go with them. But any of those four winning it would not be a surprise. Now, would you say, PJ, going into the NCAAs, Oregon is also the most dangerous of these four teams to win multiple games. Um, in the tournament. I, I think uh, I like Oregon. I, I like UCLA because they're uh, losing Chris Smith really hurt them, but I, I like their experience factor. I like that from Oregon also. Um, Colorado has not been in the tournament recently, but they're experienced also. What I want, USC, you could make the, I don't think they're the most talented, but they're very talented. But they're young, and Andy Enfield just got Coach of the Year 
uh, in the Pac-12 today. Um, they had the most new players. Oregon is deceptive. You look, you got some new names, but two of them were there. I mean, you remember uh, Omarui and uh, Eric Williams transferred from, uh, I think, from Rutgers and Duquesne. But they were here last year. So even though there's some new faces, they were in the program last year. There's a little more continuity with uh, Oregon. So I, I like them. I like the fact that they're, they're used to being in the tournament. Colorado, it's going to be new to them, but they're very experienced. Uh, and McKinley Wright is really good. When you have a, a point guard, makes a big difference. Um, Evan Mobley is spectacular. I don't know how much you've seen him play. I know the three-hour difference is sometimes hard for people back east, but he's so talented. Uh, I just wonder about um, USC's experience going in, and UCLA is experienced. Uh, and, again, Tiger Campbell's very, very good. They're front line. Both those guys, uh, Heidi Haquez and, and uh, Johnny Juzang, are, are, are talented also. So, uh, they're good teams. Uh, you know, everybody, uh, they're not, it's not Big Ten, it's not Big 12, but there's four very good teams that I think are going to be a tough out for whoever uh, draws them. PJ, you went through this many moons ago, and you one went away from winning a national championship. So you know what it takes to win in March. What are the ingredients that you think Final Four teams and national championship teams Need to have if there's one thing if it's senior leadership, well, guard play. Like how would you how would you like combine that perfect you know melting pot if you will? I, I think experience is. I mean, talent goes without saying. Talent. You're not going to win. You have to win six. Need games. talent. So, yes. I mean, you, no one. No one wins six games unless you're very talented. Uh, experience to me is a big factor. I think it helps an awful lot. Um, and you know, to me, I always said that playing in the Big East was an enormous advantage for us. I would put both um, the Big Ten and the Big 12 in that category this year. Not that the Big East is not good. The Big East is very good again. But I mean in terms of top to bottom having so many difficult games, I think the teams coming out of the Big Ten and the Big 12 will benefit from that. I always thought that playing in the conference and then going into Madison Square Garden, playing hopefully three more like NCAA caliber games, was a great advantage. Having said that, I like the Zags, and the Zags do not come from a league like that, obviously. But they'll play anybody. They did play some good people out of conference. Um, they're really good. They're really, really good. They're obviously extremely well coached. They got a little bit of everything. They have experience. They got a good big man, Drew Timmy. People may not realize how good he is. They got a great freshman. Suggs is unbelievable. Uh, they got a, a great senior leader in Corey Kispert who can shoot the hell out of it. And even though they're not coming from, you know, one of those mixed master leagues where every night they were tested, um, they're legit. They're very, very good. Uh, I, I just, I had Illinois, Ohio State uh, just Saturday in Columbus, and I was really, really impressed with Illinois. Illinois is really good, but I think that league is exceptional this year. And uh, I, those guys are going to win some games. All those teams from uh, – from the big, I even put the Big Ten a little bit ahead of the Big 12. I, I don't know if that's fair to the Big 12 because I haven't seen them in person, but I like what I've seen out of the Big Ten. Okay, PJ, I give you Gonzaga, Baylor, or the field to win a title. Who are you taking? Gonzaga, Baylor. Wow. You think there's that much of a gap between those two teams no, and everybody no, else? No, not at all. I'm just pulling for Fuey. I think they're fair really, enough. really good. And I think for most of the year, and I put Michigan with them. They've slipped a little bit now. Michigan and Baylor and Gonzaga, to me, had distanced themselves from the rest of the country 
Um, I, I just uh, I, I think it's uh, Gonzaga's year, to be honest with you. I, I really like what Mark. I saw them practice last week. I had a uh, I had Cal Washington State up in Pullman and spent the night in Spokane and spent the day with uh, with Huey and watched them practice. And they're as good or better than any of his other teams. I, I just like the blend. They're, they're deep. They have they can beat you a lot of different ways. They can shoot it outside. They can run. They're very good defensively. They have seniors. They've got an incredible freshman, and they got a big man that I think people may not appreciate just how good he is. Um, I, I think they got all, all the ingredients. And Baylor, you know, Baylor's excellent. Uh, you know, to win that league the way they won it was really impressive. So I, I take my chances with the two of them. PJ, final one. Appreciate the time. Biggest surprise in the NBA. Is it the Knicks with Tibbs, a game over 500, or the way that James Harden has just perfectly fit into what the Brooklyn Nets and Steve Nash are looking to do? No, no surprise. No surprise there. I, I didn't think they had enough with just the two of them, nor did I think they'd come together as quickly as they have. I still want to see KD back with them, and I want to see them handle a little bit of adversity if it comes their way. Um, but I say Knicks being where they are now, yes. The fact that Tibbs is coaching him, no. I expected Tibbs to come in and, and work his normal magic, uh, which he's done. Uh, but their they're guys, I mean, the way it's come together for them is really, really impressive. Uh, I, I, would, I would say that's the most surprising if you just put to the side um, how great a coach Tibbs is and, and what I thought. You know, I thought he would do an excellent job there. I'm not sure I thought it would come together this quickly. PJ, I know you got a production meeting to get to. I wish we could get you some Roadhouse for all the guys. You're probably going to have oh, so do a nice bougie dinner, but a white hey, clam at the Roadhouse. I mean, that's right up PJ's alley. I know that. Great year. What a tough loss the other night for them. Monsieur did a great. They had such a good year. I, I thought they were going to sneak into the tournament. Coach, one of these years, they're finally going to pull through. You are the best. Thank you for a couple minutes. We'll be listening and watching the whole deal, all right? All right, JJ. Thank you, man. There you have it. That's a great PJ Carlissimo, who is... As good as it gets. I mean, listen, he's a guy I could talk basketball with for hours. And it's so well connected. Everybody loves PJ. Pop loves PJ. Mark Few, you just heard it. He's going to practice with Mark Few because he's PJ Carlissimo. Beheim, who is a stickler for everybody, loves PJ. Everybody loves PJ. Guy's a great basketball mind. So I'm glad that we were able to have him on for a couple minutes. I know he's busy right now because he's getting ready for the... Uh, Pac-12 tournament and production meetings and all that stuff. But I'm glad we made that happen. PJ is one of the all-time greats.